Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslenko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 4 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from December 25th, 2018, The Nativity of the Lord, Christmas in Year C. The Gospel for this week is John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5 and 9 to 14. Let's listen now to that reading and hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was, in the beginning, with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son full of grace and truth. The Gospel of the Lord. A common phrase during the Christmas season that we see on Christmas cards and hear in Christmas carols is peace on earth. Peace on earth. As we hear those very simple words and as we look out into this world in which we live, even perhaps as we look into our own families. We may find ourselves wondering, where is this peace? There always seems to be so much conflict. One group of people against another, individual against individual. We seem to be butting heads more than embracing one another. And there is always turmoil. It's easy to conclude, or at least ask the question, if God came to bring peace on earth, then what did this event over 2,000 years ago really accomplish? Did it really do? all that much. Peace on earth. It's easy to conclude even that maybe God has not kept up to 
his part of the bargain, or maybe even in one way failed. But is that really what has happened and why there is not that much peace on earth? The event that occurred in quiet moments, the humble birth of Jesus Christ, sent a resounding message to humanity that God is with us. It sent a message to humanity that he has given us peace incarnate, that his very presence is peace, that humanity is blessed and raised to a new level, that God is not just a God of the distance, but a God who is intimately involved with every aspect of our lives, every breath that we take, is responsible for life and its sustenance itself. We have a difficulty as human beings understanding and trying to get our heads and hearts around what is, in one sense, a very simple reality, but on the other is kind of difficult to implement and achieve. And it comes in the form of a question, a question that each one of us has to wrestle with, and a question that our celebration of Christmas this time of year opens up for us once again. Do you believe, do you believe, with your whole heart, mind, and soul, that God wants an intimate and personal relationship with you, with you, and wants to transform you into himself? Consider that for a moment. Do you truly believe with your whole heart, mind, and soul that God wants an intimate relationship with you and wants to transform you into himself? You see, often we begin to relate to God in terms of the precepts of our faith, a particular creed or set of ideas about God. And we sometimes don't get to the heart of the matter, which is a real, honest-to-goodness, authentic, intimate relationship with God that involves only the two of us. We have a difficult time understanding and comprehending that we're not here by an accidental purpose or reason. But we're here because we have been willed by his love into being. That he has intimately breathed his own life into the very essence of our souls. Has created us carefully, intricately, and purposefully. And blessed us with incredible gifts and talents. You see, what has failed in the achieving of peace in the world is not God, but humanity. We have not done the job we were supposed to do in bringing peace incarnate to the world that's broken and torn and in need of healing. Jesus came to preach good news, 
But sometimes that good news stays in capsules and doesn't get brought where it needs to get brought or spread in the way that it needs or could be spread. Peace on earth is not something that human beings can accomplish on their own. We can't come up with the right formularies to achieve peace on earth because it's not an ideological or simply a human constructual issue or problem. If we ever hope to achieve peace on earth, we have to realize that God, our divine Father, is the one who is going to bring peace into the world through us. Through us. And so what has to happen? Well, in trying to wrestle with our own lives, in trying to get an understanding of who we are, we have to wrestle very deeply with the essence of ourselves. And we have to come to grips with why we are here in the first place. And if we answer that with a just because, we're going to miss the whole point of the picture. But if we answer it with a because I am loved by God, then we're going to open up the yearning of our hearts and our desire to connect with that God, to try to figure out who he is, how his presence comes into our lives and in our world, and how he intimately wants to be a part of our journey. We're going to open up that yearning that no human accomplishment or thing can fill. Although we live our lives thinking that we can fill that gap with other things. But anyone who has truly drunk deeply of life realizes that all of that fades away very quickly and can't really be a true answer to our problems or to our restlessness. And so we need to unleash and open up this desire to connect with our Creator and the yearning of our hearts. And then once we're able to do that and we begin to look at who we are honestly and openly, we also begin to realize that God has blessed us with these incredible gifts and talents. And each one of us in our own way has incredible potential to do phenomenal things. Even if it's just in the simple moments of our lives, we have the incredible ability to do phenomenal things. Especially when we open up the, gifts of, the gift of love and allow our own talents and abilities to flow freely. When we connect with others in relationship, wonderful things can happen. And each one of us, no matter what the age we find ourselves to be today, still has untapped potential yet to come. There's this untiring reservoir of goodness that is in every human being. But the other thing that we have to realize as we look honestly at ourselves is that as much as we have that capacity to do incredibly good and wonderful things, we also have this other capacity to incredibly fail and to do very harmful things 
to one another. We have this incredible capacity to sin, to move off the mark, to become self-focused, to lose our way, and to find ourselves on the opposite side of that spectrum of goodness. And as we look out as our world, are we really different than anyone else? You see, we can judge people's actions as being hurtful. We can easily say that certain things that people do classifies them as an enemy, as someone to push aside. We can easily find ourselves moving away from those folks who are hard to love for whatever reason, because they're different than we are, because they don't have what we have, because they're broken. But at the end of the day, all of that stuff is happening in each one of us. We all have the capacities for the goodness, but also the failure and the sinfulness. Why do you think God gave us a commandment, each one of us, that says, thou shalt not kill? Because each human being, not just some, has a capacity to fall victim to those things. You see, peace on earth only comes and is possible when I see myself not differently than my brother or my sister, regardless of where they live in the world or who they are, but that I see myself as united with them, as of the same stuff. When I'm able to love those most difficult to love, and when, yes, as Jesus commands us, we also are able to find our way to loving our enemy. When we stop treating people as objects and begin to see them as the beautiful gifts that they are in their core, all life is beautiful, then only then is peace on earth even a hope to achieve. The greater distances, the greater barriers, all are only going to serve to keep us more separated and will never achieve a path to peace. St. Paul tells us, put on the mind of Christ. He can't get any more clear and it can't be any more specific. That baby that was born in Bethlehem is who we need to become. We need to be transformed into the very image and likeness of God in order to accomplish what God desires to do for humanity and for his world. Put on the mind of Christ. Allow yourself to be transformed into the image of God. It's not just about us. We are part of something much greater and on a greater, more intricate road to salvation. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.